0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening boys and girls,
1: my name is Joshua Bradley-Winter and welcome back to the Birding Life Youth Podcast, the podcast where we talk about birds with the young people who look for them. Today I am joined by an old friend who is a great swimmer and more importantly, a fantastic birder. This is Sean Thomas hello sean nice to finally have you on the podcast um we have known each other for quite a long time now it must be almost 10 years um so yeah thanks for coming on
0: yeah how's it josh thanks for having me it's a a pleasure to be here and finally be included in one of these um yeah it's been a while so it's it's yeah exciting to be here and finally have a chat yeah
1: yeah yeah ever since yeah, so for those of you who don't know, me and Sean, we know each other from swimming. I think we used to swim for the same swimming team. And I think we were even on the same relay team once. I think we sure, might have times,
0: A couple of times, yeah.
1: Yeah. Part, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we, we won some medals together. But then I moved to a swimming club in Pretoria and Sean yeah, so I had to move districts well, what do you call it districts and swimming, yeah, I suppose so. And then Sean stayed in Joburg so we haven't seen each other in a while or not as often as we used to but it's yeah it's good to have a conversation with a swimmer who also does some birding um which is not the most common thing i find so sean how did you get into birding in the start
0: okay so uh that's a nice question um so i was very privileged like to grow up in a family who loves nature um So for me to get into it, we used to do like um, a yearly trip to the Kruger Park every July Mm, on the holidays, and both my uncles are big boaters, um, both in the 600s, 700s. Um, So growing up with these two older brothers and two older uncles in the Kruger every July, it was like... Since since I was in a diaper at the Kruger I had a <laughs> pair of binoculars in my hands, you know. Yeah, yeah. Looking around and all that kind of thing and that, that you know, that classic stop reverse in the park and the Kruger, you know, like look at this bird, what that bird is. Um, so that's I think what really sparked um, my interest in birds was was my family. Um and doing those family holidays. To the Kruger, that's that's what really really got it going. I mean, as a lightie every year we used to these little like notebooks of what birds we want to see this year in the crew with my uncle and hop us four, knock on the window, <laughs> get ready to first at the gate, you know, to go and see the birds and dawn chorus and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, that's that's how I, I got into it.
1: Yeah, that's actually quite similar to me because well, my parents they're, they're not birders, but my um, my one aunt, my other aunt, my grandpa. Yeah, they're all birders, so it, it's like a dwens in the family blood almost, you know.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. My parents aren't huge birders either, mm. um, so it's uh, yeah, it's, it's come down to the generations, you
1: know. Yes, yeah, so, right through the generations because, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite interesting to see the amount of people. There's a lot of um, birders that are birders because you know they grew up in a birding family, but there's also a lot of birders that. Somehow, somewhere, got into this very, very cool but also strange hobby, and yeah, yeah. It always one, I always think like, how did they end up here? And it turns out a lot of them, they got cameras, and then they needed something to take photos of. But then others just, I don't know, they just thought, okay, I'm gonna go look at birds one day, and that's what they did.
0: Crazy to me, it's like you sat outside of school one day and saw a bird fly past, and you're like, you know what? I want to go stare birds. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, like, couple of years, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, at school, it's, it's always something, you know, like when you say you're a birder, mm. it's like you looked at like an alien. Like, yeah. You know, what the heck? What the yeah. you Got your friends making like, you of know, like a dove flies past, and they're like, oh, Sean, what's that? What's that? You know. So it's a uh, it's a funny thing when when you look at people who got into it by themselves but it's also it's, it's crazy inspiring that they they had that much p- passion you know to to get into it by themselves
1: yes yeah and i mean like at, at my school when i first told my friends i'm a birder they are like is that not an old person's thing and i'm yeah. like and no it's actually yeah, not right. <laughs> a lot of young people do yeah, it I mean, yeah
2: I
0: exactly. and i mean that's that's one of the, th- the cool things about the, the youth podcast and that is it really highlights the fact that mm there is a youth community um, mm, yeah. of birders, you know. Like it's it's very stereotypical um, that old old people or the birders um, that it's like an old hobby, you know, you go sit in a bird hide for a couple hours. Yes, yeah. So, I think that's one of the cool things about these podcasts, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we bring in some light to the the younger generations. But, anyways, what would you say is your favorite bird and your favorite birding destination that you've been to?
0: Ooh, oh, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, so, so for me, my favorite bird, um, it has to go back to the, the classic, you know, it brings it back to where it all started is that, mm. that African fish you go.
1: Uh, yes. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's that, that, that classic call of you in the bush, you in the crew, you're in and you here calling. Hmm. Um, and I mean since I was like a little baby, it was getting a little African fish eagle in the Kruger Park shop, you know, and that's what I would walk around with. Yes yeah, yeah. so that that for me has, has always been my favorite bird. Um, I think always like yeah, like I said it's that, it's that favorite bird. I've got a few other favorites okay. um, but that that a real big one is that African fish eagle. Yes yeah. and oh favorite birding destination um wow. Uh, that's it's a difficult one. I would I would have to go, um, Saint Lucia and okay, yeah. um, the northern coast of KZN. Yes. I think it's a it's a stunning part of the country. Um, and I mean it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful birding destination. I and mean, you're in the forests, you know, you're in like those those sand forests as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah. I mean, you got coast and you got forests next to each other. It's a a crazy It's a crazy Crazy thing I mean going into That eastern, Mangalisu Wetland Park Yes yeah And uh, These kind of things I mean Cape Vidal That road is just It's beautiful It's beautiful Yeah yeah So I think That's one of my my Favourites
1: Yeah it's quite an Interesting area Because you've got On the Well if you're Facing north On the right hand side You've got The ocean And all the The seabirds And then Yeah On the left You have Um it's like what what do you call, K? you've got bushveld birds and you've got the extra KZN coastal sand forest species yeah. and then you've there's also yeah, yeah. some great wetlands there so it's like a little bit of everything almost
0: yeah it's a huge mixture i mean you've got you've got beautiful like waders that come through the estuaries um and in the pans around those areas um even like you go into isiwangeli you go to the left hand side um like a I think it's—I don't know which which gate it is, but I mean you've got those those palms, mm. you know, kind of like yes, yeah, you know, yeah, black and that, that kind of thing in the past. So it's it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy birds that can be seen there. It's, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I um I haven't been lucky enough yet to go to Saint Lucia, but I have been to um you know Macuzi. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, very uh, it's part of Mangaliso wetland park I think but it's mm. it's further up it's not by the coast and sure that, that place yeah. uh, it was I think it was the end of end of April I went last year Um, so all the migrants had left and everything I still left with I think 150 species it was yeah, it was really cool and Nsumo Pan um, sitting there mm. and yeah. watching the sunset and the, having the pelicans fly over it's probably the most yeah. beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, the KZN Birding has a, a very special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's... I,
0: absolutely it's... Agree. I mean I mean, for, for me, I haven't I haven't been to Nkuzi yet. Mm. I think that's, that's a, a must for me. And also going up further into that Cozy Bay. Yeah,
2: to, yeah, yeah.
0: You push up into Cozy Bay once, once as well. I mean, it's also, it also looks like a stunning, stunning place, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, like you said, that KZN, I mean... But further down you've got your your, your forests um, with green barbets in uh, oh, yes 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 All on, on Goya forest here. yeah 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 and so it's a, it's a beautiful beautiful part of the world
1: yeah and KZN is quite interesting because once you leave like the coast and you go further west into KZN you hit the the Midlands which is uh, what would you call it like grasslands I suppose yeah. Yeah,
0: and I would say it's a mixture. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then you would you get all your cranes there, um, bunch of grassland birds, and then you go even further west, and you eventually hit the Drakensberg. and uh, that is quite. I don't know. Have you been to the Drakensberg before? Because I've personally never yeah, been. So,
0: yeah. 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 So funny on that. Um, like like the Kruger. Um, our our next family holiday was the Drakensberg uh, in yeah. December. Yeah. Um, so we stayed we stayed in an area called uh, Dragon's Peak, a little resort down there, and um, I mean, it's close to that Monk's Cow sort of area, and it was, I think, that the one, the last time I went there, I think it was about 2019, 2020, okay. um, we just got lucky with the borders uh, and COVID, so I think it was at the end of 2020,
2: okay.
0: um, and... That's that's what really gave much shift to birding. It's my, my brother and I used to go on these huge hikes, leaving early morning, and walk up these mountains until who knows where. You know, it's just yes. following what we can. I mean, we were blessed with beautiful, beautiful sightings. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like, like you said, like Jarkinsburg is also. It's been a. It's like yeah, it's been rooted in me since a young age. Birding at that area, and I mean just just besides the birding, the the, the aspects of. Growing up there as a, as a family holiday every year, you know, you have got the rivers, white water rafting and um, that kind of thing. It's just a beautiful, beautiful part of the country as well. I mean, those mountains are stunning. I've been, I think we've been once in winter, um, which is also another experience when you have got a bit of snow on the top of those peaks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. So yeah, I've also been very blessed to, to travel to the Drakensberg. I think we went for 12 years. Every sure. Year. Okay. So yeah it's yeah, been it's been a it's been a, been a huge blessing i think that's also one of my yes. my, hugest, like, my biggest blessings is I, we travel a lot um as a family so that's it's been yeah it's been really cool to see the country
1: you know yeah and yeah you you, you mentioned you've had some great bearded vulture sightings there now i've seen bearded vulture before and it, it wasn't a, well it's i saw it in you know golden Gate national park
0: yes yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so it it was a it was actually in this this past December, we were there we were in Clarence um for Christmas, and then on Boxing Day, I got up decided, okay Dad let's go to Golden Gate National Park and see what we can see. We drove. I don't know if you know there's only nine kilometres of drivable road there. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we we drove the first four kilometres and yo it had been a really quiet morning. Normally, Golden Gate yeah, is like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Normally, Golden Gate, I at least see ten jackals every time I've been there in like three hours. Jeez. We had only seen one, <laughs> um, and normally the bird life is a bit more active. But then we came around the corner and I saw this thing flying like in the valley of the mountain, kind of, um, and yeah. I got out the corner, had a look, and like, oh my gosh, it's a bearded vulture, um, and yeah, I believe Golden Gate is the northernmost distribution for them until you get to I think it's that they they in Kenya and Ethiopia I think there's mountains there. Oh wow. Yeah. And so yeah, there was the northernmost one of the most northerly individuals in the country which is yeah, it was quite uh, yeah, quite a yeah, nice sighting. Yeah.
0: What a special sighting yeah I was mm. I was also a bit of a, a bit of a crazy one. Mm. Um so my brother and I had set off on this hike. Um, this big, big hike, and it was getting hot and all, so we obviously we took our shirts off, and banners around the neck, and mm. our hats um, on our heads, and to our right, um, we got up to sort of the top, and there's a few volubius wild, and zebra around us, mm. and to the right, we saw a bunch of vultures, so we obviously thought, okay, well, there's obviously, they've chucked dead cows, or, or dead volubius, or something, you know, like a little feeding zone yes. um, for, for these vultures. And we were having a good look, and this one sort of, if I can describe it, it has, like, the other vultures to me have, like, this angelic sort of
2: yeah, yeah. flight
0: to them. You know, yeah. they just they stick out. Yeah. And we had a good, I of this guy in the air, and my brother and I looked at each other, and we were, like, oh, my soul, it's a beautiful vulture. Yeah. And, I mean, we just bolted. We didn't follow a path. We ran through, like, these thorny bushes, <laughs> and we just ran to the edge of this, this cliff and we're staring at this bearded vulture and like you know when the gentleman's pumping and going crazy yes yeah so next thing we know we have a bucky pulling up next to us and they're chatting to us and we didn't realize but we had like actually trespassed oh. onto these people's like property. property yeah um and they were super chill they were super happy and they were like what are you looking at and we gave them the bino's and they had a good view of this bearded vulture and they were like wow okay and then they were obviously telling us obviously like this is their their land, and mm. for my brother and I to make up a bit of trespassing, they uh, we ended up doing a, a marketing video for them uh, yeah. with our shirts off <laughs> after seeing a bearded vulture.
1: Yes, yeah. um,
0: so it happened to be funny. I mean, there's a video on Facebook somewhere of my oldest brother and I standing with our shirts off, saying they must people must come stay at this resort that we didn't even know where we were, <laughs> just because we saw a bearded vulture. You know, yeah. So yeah. it's also it's quite a quite a memory yes yeah, so, yeah.
1: sure that, that, that's quite the crazy story of a forfeited vulture sighting
0: <laughs> yeah but then uh, yeah.
1: so you have participated in how many birding big days now
0: so i've i've done i've done four, four um, yeah. but my main i think it was it was the other three were just with my uncles nothing mm. nothing crazy um, I and mean, what really sparked it, I think, was 2021, I did one with my uncle.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, we did Pilansburg. Yes, yes. Just uh, him, myself, and his friend. And then we placed, uh, I think we were third in the area there. And that was just like a really fun, enjoyable experience. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, I think, you know, um, my, my, my coolest experience, the birding big days, obviously. Yeah. The last year's birding big Yeah. Day, y-
1: your your team? That, yeah yeah your team did exceptionally well
0: <laughs> you know I mean hitting three hundred and one species um it was it was a pure <laughs> it was a crazy experience I mean something that you look back at now um as like you laugh it off and that was really cool, but during it it's, i mean burning big day it seems like a lot of fun, but where you work hard, you know mm. wake up early constantly on the go, constantly stopping, so it was yeah. Some experience
1: experience yeah and will you be doing birding big day this year or will you be skipping it like me because I planned a a very badly timed matric vac <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we I think we in the same boat there yes um, <laughs> so, um, yeah obviously it's matric year for the both of us mm. so I think I think this year I mean it's been 12 years what, 12 years of school so yeah what little harm is one year of going on a matric vac yeah. gonna harm us? You know, I think last year's boating big day was enough for two years. Yeah, um, so I think I'll be joining you on giving, giving this one a, a, skip a skip this year. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, it's unfortunate, that yeah. It's just, um, it never used to take place in December. It was always the last weekend of November, and then they moved it this year, yeah. so it's messed everything up. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not in our favour, but I mean, it's the way the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah,
1: so, yeah. And we'll then, oh, uh, what route did you do last year?
0: So, uh, I don't know. I think I'm try and find the route name quickly. Um, it's that it's that the same route they did um previous year. I think it's was it was King's route.
1: Okay, and did you start in Vilca River Valley?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we okay. start. Well, 4.30 uh, was where we really started. Mm. Um, before that, though, we, we got picked up. And that was the craziest for me. Like, in the swimming vibe, where mm. our CGA yeah. Champs was literally the same weekend as Birding Big Day. I remember this, um, yes. Yes. And I had swum the the night that we got picked up. So the day before Birding Big Day, I, I was racing. Um, and I had swum my main events. Mm. My brother came through and picked me up. And straight after swimming... It was to the shops, grab some food, make some food, get ready, and twenty past eleven that night. I mean, uh, Jean and the were were at our, mm. our house ready to pick us up. So I think um, I was I was dead, you know, to <laughs> sure. sleep. Um. So yeah, we started. We started. We went off um, twenty past eleven, and we started the back roads around Vocha area, um, and sort of midnight, that kind of thing. Um no luck. I mean we got hit crazy storms. Yes um, yeah, all around us. Yeah big day. Um so the wind was pumping. I mean it was lightning all over, so it was quite an experience. Uh we started one bridge, not hundred percent sure of the bridge's name. I, I, I know which one
1: years. yeah, I know which one you're talking about.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I um, mean we've got some we've got some uh cliff swallows at the bottom of the bridge sleeping. Okay. um that kind of thing that was just so windy and cold so uh, we officially started yeah, at hoppers Four phone dawn chorus mm. in yes yeah and that that was crazy i've never experienced the dawn dawn chorus like that you know mm-hmm. um we did we did do Wilker the early hours of the morning mm. um we picked up like the, the fire i mean the fire nets and rufus we had amazing views of rufus cheek nightjar and um, mm. freckled as well Okay. So, I mean, that that was the craziest uh, for me was watching uh, Jean call, call the freckle with his mouth and responding. <laughs> that, I did it respond. That was insane. Yeah, it full-on responded. That sure. blew my mind. I was like, you know, you feel like you're in a different league of burdens. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Guys like that. do that. So, yeah, we had, I mean, we had some incredible views in the start of the mornings. So, yeah, we started Dawn Chorus in Volca, and then we sort of moved through... Um, that sort of area. We went for Riena after that and sort of back into Volca mid morning and we in Corp areas. So yeah, it was um I don't know the full route myself. I it's yeah. the first time I've ever been out of that area. Okay. So, okay. okay. Yeah, it's uh, it was an experience though. An
1: experience. Yeah and did you did you end in Humo Humo? Um
0: Um Yeah. So we didn't we didn't get through to the to the floodplain. Okay. Um but we We did, we, that was quite a, it was quite a rush getting into Zagh, that's that road. We, we had come off um, Hombo of a huge hailstorm. Okay, okay. and uh, it sort of forced us to push away from, from that area um, because we just couldn't bird in hell, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a dumb one there. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. so we pushed into Zagh in hopes that it was, it was clear that side and we got there late afternoon close to sunset mm. and yeah that was also a really really cool experience during that late afternoon yes yeah, we yeah. picked up some special hobbies. i mean the writers driving in i mean not hobbies sorry we picked up some some specialties itself well. <laughs> like yeah, we, yeah. we drove in we had a few asian hobby fly over us sure, um, so okay. it just set the thing you know so um yeah it was, I mean, it was quite quite
1: cool yes yeah yeah, that's that's quite a quite a thing to see on Birding Big Day, Eurasian Hobby. That's oh, yeah, I mean,
0: we yeah. had some yeah, we had some super special sightings. I mean, uh, I think the, the yeah, I think the coolest was definitely definitely Zark. I mean, we had some special ones there. I mean, we had Common White throats out on oh, a yeah. single branch by itself, literally displaying. Sure. And if you know anything about those guys, mm. it's, it's very difficult to you know, to see them mm. out in the open and displaying like that. So. It was super, super cool to, to see something really special. I mean, I picked up 15 lifers. Sure, okay. Um, burning big day myself. So, I mean, for one day, it's pretty impressive, you know.
1: Yes, yeah. that's Not many people get over 300. It's a, it's a very hard target to hit. And um, the, yeah. the route that you did, um, I know people, if you want to hit 300 and you live in Gauteng, that's the route to do. Um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah. Is really impressive, and then you mentioned white throats. Did you go see the lesser white throat that pitched up at Marloth Park?
0: Yeah, that's a, Yeah, that's a bit of a funny story. Is so, it? <laughs> um, unfortunately, that, that lesser white throats, um, when it came out, I, I so I just got COVID.
1: Oh, hey, um, sure, okay.
0: Two weeks prior to to uh, that lesser white throats mm. being called out, and um, it was uh, I had just got over my quarantine yeah. um, and I mean it was I think the day after my official quarantine uh, ended okay. that, um, that everyone decided you know we're going to go for this car mm. and as you know as a birder and you've got a bird for the first time in the southern hemisphere yes yeah it's uh, something, it's something special. you really want to go see right yeah yeah and so my uncles had planned a trip and obviously, at that time, COVID was a was a big worry for many. Mm. Um, so I spent yeah, a couple hours getting over the fact that I couldn't join my uncles. Oh, okay. Going through, going through to see them. Um, yes, yeah. A bit of heartbreak, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so unfortunately, they wouldn't let me join them just because of the fact that i just come out of quarantine, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were sharing a car, you know, yeah. for a couple hours getting up. Um, and then my brother actually sent it through uh with his friend um one afternoon or what? one day or should i say you can't really send it in an afternoon <laughs> but um they drove through from Victoria. so unfortunately my brother okay. was living in Victoria at the time yes yeah. i just couldn't get there um so yeah they went they went and got it uh one afternoon they drove there and back the same day so it was a it was a bit of a sweet moment yes because yeah. you've got to be happy for your family but same time it, it did hurt a bit you know but um we got to just fingers crossed that it might might come back one day yes yeah hopefully
1: um, yeah so, uh, D- don't worry no nah, I, I didn't I didn't go see it but I did I went to the wood warbler last year we got that that yeah. was that was really nice
0: that was, yeah. um yeah same same thing yeah. for me there it's <laughs> the <just, laughs> wrong time match timing to get a lift, you know mm. so uh, it's also a bit of a tough pull to swallow um but yeah I mean crazy 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 place up there i mean that's talking about that world war brings me to one of i think my other favorite birding places in the world oh well, i haven't really of the world this africa and that's uh that periphery um, oh yes so, yes i mean look, very blessed to stay on the border camp
1: oh oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah i know i know that
0: it's right and on it's by mozambique's border yeah, there right 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 that yeah yeah so it's right on that Border and I think it's a there's three huts there yes yeah um and I mean it's no fence that kind of mm. thing so it, it was such a cool experience you know to we ended off our Kruger trip there the last time up in the and I mean we had poles fishing oh we had two in the same branch sure. the same branch okay out of this world, yeah I mean just also one of those stunning stunning places mm. I think we birded in October so the specials went back yet, yeah. okay um but. So it's a, it's a magical forest, like they call it, you know. Mm,
1: yes. That's yeah. um, just a different, different place, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfiri, I, when I was, I think I must have been 11, we went up to Perfiri. And it, it's it's like a completely, it's completely different place to the rest of the Kruger Park. It's like, you can't even equate oh, no. the two. I mean, firstly, the bird species are, there's a lot of extra bird species or different bird species. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, yeah. I don't know if I'll call them forests, but like riparian bushveld, I suppose you would call it. Yeah.
0: Um, yes, I agree with
1: you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like you'll see some birds up there that you won't see anywhere further south.
0: But and Exactly. Mm,
1: I, think, I think... Yeah, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that combination... Um, that combination of that, that uh, river Mm. running through there. And I mean, that, that bridge also is just a special Mm. place. Yes. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, that whole, that whole road into that preferred picnic spot to Crook's Corner. Like you said, you pick up some specials there. I mean, it's just, uh, just, I don't know. It's like, it's, it gives us sort of inner peace, you know, um, when you're there, I mean, you can pish, pick up Senegal cuckoo, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: up there, which is a nice one um, for that sort of area. And I mean, then you start pushing more into that Mapani sort of thing, and you're looking at on its chats, and you know, at yes. times you got the fell rollers. So, like you said, it's such a diverse little patch. Um, yeah, it's, it's really really cool.
1: Yeah, uh, and I I think Periphery. I don't know if this is correct, but I think there's rumors that there's been African pitta there before. I don't know if they were confirmed, but I'm pretty sure I've Jeez. yeah. But so that,
0: oh, I don't know that one myself. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised there. Mm. It's, it's
1: yeah, it's
0: says that specials uh, can definitely be seen there.
1: seen. Yeah, that, that would be a, a a phenomenal bird for South Africa. I've also heard of rumors of African being, uh, pipet, uh, pitta being at, oh, what's that power station. Oh, there's some power station in Nimpopo and I know environmental scientists who've done work there who swear they've seen one but if they were to tell the birding world that they would not believe it without a photo <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah
0: I just agree that. that one you'd laugh in their face yes know, yeah
1: you know,
0: yeah the, yeah it's like a fisherman's tail that mm. one um I mean especially you get those guys like uh you know my friends who are non-birders mm. they go into the bush and they know like they're going there They'll see this bird and they'll send me a photo and I'm telling them it's like what it's a tail roller or something. Yes, yeah. Not a no, <laughs> <right>. And uh <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like a purple roller or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh and there'll be like, no ways, it's this one, it's this one. And I'm like telling them, you know, it's, it's not, but you know, you get that that self belief, you know. So mm. I think I think a lot of sometimes a lot of times people people make their own birds up. Yeah, sometimes. The- yeah, sometimes I've heard you can of give a big scare in community when you've got guys ready to jump in a car, yeah, and drive. You know, um, so it's like confirmation is 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 really, it's really, it's really important. Mm, I yeah, think, uh,
1: like I've heard of people birds. who have printed photos of birds, stuck it in their garden, taken a photo, and go, "Oh, I've got an African crake in my garden," and <laughs> you're,
0: yeah, yeah, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised there. Eh? Some people really go to go to the extent to to make Trevor's SA uh, essay report yes, yes, report. You know? <laughs> that I think that one for us as as like a like, youngsters was a huge I mean, we first made it when we saw the oyster catcher in St. Lucia. Oh yeah yeah. Um in twenty nineteen, I think. Um, and that that for us that was the first time we made it, and for us like for my brothers and I, it was a huge like oh my word! We yeah. all our friends, yeah, you know, like we made the SA Redbird reports. Yeah, So yeah. I think I think some people they will go to some extreme extents to get themselves on that list.
1: Yeah, yeah, that de- most definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. last year December, I was at at uh, Red Flay. I was looking at it over Flay, and then I saw this thing flying above it, and I had a look. And uh, it was a harrier. It was either Montagu's or Pallid, but I didn't get close enough to see which one it was, so I didn't report it, out of fear of being, um, you know, attacked for false information. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and no, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Sometimes, yeah. I think I think that's also one that one thing that, um, as like a birding community, I think we can work on the birds. Mm sometimes like you know those who are not that confident in getting in you know they can make like sometimes a bit of a crazy call and sometimes some people can bash them
2: you yeah know? yeah
0: um so i think i mean for me that was also it was a huge one i would always like always be scared to report something in case people look at me about you "Yo, this guy knows nothing about birds or yes yeah. you know, get laughed at or something like that so i think that's something we can work on to just understand that everyone you know everyone has a different journey mm. i mean it's you also get that 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 feeling that you know you get that pressure of you got guys 700 800 birds yeah on yeah. a group with you you know it's it's crazy when when you're posting some things and you're like "Whoa, what are these big shots that are not going to think of me here? yeah yeah I... so but I think a lot of the times those those guys up there are, are actually very nice you know, yes very like understanding and 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 uh, helpful. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, for me, one of the guys, I think his name's Richard. Richard Corshaw. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I've um, heard of him. Yeah.
0: He was he was really cool for me. I met him when we went uh, one year. I think it was that like Northern Wheat year. Oh yes, yes. Oh. Yes, at ZOCH, uh, and uh, I met him. I uh, met him up there, and I mean, he was so cool. He got me my first um, crimson-breasted hey uh,
1: It's yeah. not a huge
0: thing, but he was like so excited to share that experience with me. You know? mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that's something I found that's really, really cool. That can keep that community going,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And everyone just needs to know that not everybody has been doing this for 40 years. And, um, yeah, we're yeah. not all experts. Like I must say, I have made my mistakes before. Um, yeah. And I've learned from yeah. them, but yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, And I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast Sean it has been a a great little chat we've had with you it, it's nice to talk to someone that I've actually met before so yeah um, thank you so much for coming on and yeah, hopefully no, we'll have you soon thanks so
0: much for having me I think yeah yeah thanks so much I think it's uh, something that I've, I've looked forward to mm. so uh, yeah I mean I started listening to them in COVID so yeah, it's quite an honour to come on <laughs> especially like you said chatting to someone you know makes it a bit more comfortable yes yeah so yeah really appreciate the opportunity so thanks everyone thank you
1: for listening to this week's episode of the birding life youth podcast and please remember to subscribe to the birding life on all your favorite podcast players and social media platforms